0: One. Hey budding international champs, from Delhi to Mumbai, London to New York, and everywhere else in between, welcome to Study Abroad Diaries. Here, we embark on a journey to get into the minds of those who have been there, done that. Why? So that you can have the best shot at your dream college, your dream university, to get you on the right path. Study Abroad Diaries is basically like a cheat code in your study abroad journey. So what are you waiting for? Let's get started. Ansh Pachuria is a second STEM student at Ohio State University who is currently pursuing his bachelor's at Computer Science and Engineering. Welcome Ansh. Hey man, how are you doing?
1: I'm good, how are you?
0: Yeah, I'm buzzing right now. So how's life going? Indran, what's the mood?
1: Life is going pretty well and I think it's a good semester an easy one and i don't i'm i'm having fun right now like it's pretty good right now
0: did you think at the start of the semester that things would pan out like like that it would go so well
1: oh no in my first semester i was i was kind of scared how college is going to be in the us and um to be honest it's it's not that hard like all you have to do is just be aware of your deadlines and be aware of all the work that your professor or professors are giving and all the resources available, and I think you'll be fine.
0: Uh, so let's go back to the beginning of the beginning. Ansh, what inspired you? What made you interested in studying abroad? And why did you choose Ohio State University in specific?
1: Okay, so I would say that there were mainly two things that compelled me to study abroad in the US. So the first one I would say was the exposure that I would get there. And the second one was the opportunities available. As for OSU, I would say that it was one of my best options for a degree in CSC. And the campus and resources available at OSU were way better than my other options. So I think that those were the main reasons for choosing OSU for CSC.
0: And why specifically computer science engineering?
1: So I really like new technology. I'm a geek who loves to know about new stuff and just try it out. So I felt like computer science was the best way to get into the field of tech with a good pay. So I chose it. And I don't think anyone can argue the fact that USA would be the best place to study CSC because of all the tech giants established here.
0: So how has been your journey so far throughout these two semesters and what was your process and how did you prepare for the application process?
1: So I would say my experience was quite smooth. I did have a lot of work other than my school work, but it was not that hard to take out some time for my application every now and then. And the counselors helped me a lot on that as well. And as for OSU, it was quite easy. It, it was quite easy since I didn't have to submit any extra essays for it. The Common App essay was fine. And the rest of the process was just filling in all of my academic and extracurricular details. Then as for my semester at OSU, they've been great until now. And I've learned a lot. I've learned how to interact with people. My personality has improved. And I think I have more confidence than before. While I'm at while I've spent my time in college
0: uh considering that we have had a smooth sailing so far what would you give give an advice to others so that they can also have a smooth sailing they can they can also have an easier process and easier time while applying abroad specifically in the us
1: okay so to anyone who is considering studying abroad in the us i think it's a great opportunity and you should definitely go for it however you should know that the culture is going to be a bit different from india not too different though if you're like from a metropolitan city for like delhi mumbai or chennai if you're from a big city you won't feel a lot of difference there because they're pretty much the same it's just people are different and people there i'd say are, are very helpful and they're very friendly they they like people are scared that uh racism is still present like in colleges and stuff but i i can assure you that uh, you're going to be treated the same way as any other student. Uh, there's not going to be anything different for you. And to prepare yourself mentally, I would say that uh, just, you know, when you get there, try to get to know more, like, international students and even students from India. Because at first, when you get there, you're scared to talk to people. So they are, like, more comforting to talk to because you they've been to the same things that you're going through. They're, they've they also left their homes and came to the U.S. It's so I feel like at first, yeah, yeah, like at first when you get there, talk more to international students because they're more relatable to you. And later on, you can get to know more like students from the U.S. and from parts of U.S. And um, financially, I'd say that um, First, when you get there you'll you'll think everything is so expensive. Why should I buy that? Why should I spend money on it if it's so expensive? But you have to get used to that. It's just how it is there like the The prices there are like that if you want if you don't want uh to keep asking for money from your parents, then just do a student job at on uh, a student job at the campus. They're really easy, and you can easily get time to do them. A lot of students do that.
0: So considering that you have some praises so far, uh, with regards to your time at Ohio state university, let's dive into the, into the specifics of how would you describe the computer science and engineering program at Ohio state university and what made it stand out from other universities? Like what made you compel, what made you to pursue this program at Ohio state university instead of another university at us?
1: So I think the CSC program at OSU is amazing and quite engaging. You get to start with Java and have some really good professors who are easy to get in touch with and are really helpful. What makes it stand out is that they have some sort of reverse education system where we get the homework on topic that will be discussed in the next class. So once you get the homework, you don't know the concepts yet, but the homework itself has the concepts. So you have to learn the concepts from the homework. And then those concepts are like given to you in the next class. That way you, the concepts are really clear when you study them in class because you've already studied them. So during exams that helps a lot because you have a clear image of what the concepts are.
0: So how has this reverse homework engineering helped you stand out among your peers? are pursuing the same course but at a different university what difference does it make
1: so i think in other universities that like there's the normal uh, education system where you study and you get the homework you do it but what's i think what's different is that you're learning the same thing twice and that just stays in your memory quite well and the professors i'd say are are really nice. They're they're like, they're really good professors and they can clear any of her doubts. Other than that, I think the environment itself, like the classes are not too large and you get one-to-one interaction with your TAs and everything. So I think that makes a difference from other universities.
0: Considering that you have had an innate interest from the start in the, in the computer science en- engineering field, how did you prepare for your career goals and what skills have you learned that you think will be valuable in your career so far?
1: So for my career goals, I have completed multiple internships from Deloitte, Virzio and simplify and some uh, courses as well on artificial intelligence specifically. And, uh, some other courses as well that, that are essential for computer science. and I feel like like um, through my journey, internships were the best way to develop new skills and improve your overall improve yourself overall. like they, the internships help you to interact with people. they help in your personality development as well as tell you new stuff. That's really important for your career. And I think it's important that you try out new stuff as you go through college and like talk to new people because that's how you get like a better network of people and you get to know about things that will help with your career.
0: Yeah. So you have to get out of your comfort zone, take risks and expose yourself to new things. Only you can go through what you grow through what you go through. So, can you share some of your experience studying abroad as well as any cultural differences or challenges you faced? And what have you learned from your professors and peers? Considering you have been through a lot of internships and it's only been two semesters, but I think you have been occupied a lot. So,
1: yeah, yeah, it's really occupying actually, but the overall experience is great. So the, about cultural difference, as I said before, it's not completely different. It's It's just the people are different. And like the places you go and the places you visit are pretty much the same. But the one major difference you would find is the food there because it is completely different from the Indian cuisine and it tastes way different. And like for me personally, it was not too great, but I just say that you have to get used to it and you can add things to that because there are still Indian stores out there. You can add stuff to your food, but I think uh, food would be one thing that you might have problem with out there and uh, from the professors i've learned that um it's best to like reach out to them don't be scared to reach out to your professor it might seem like it's uh, you're troubling them or you're wasting their time but it's completely not true you should go to their office hours talk to them get to know more about them
0: so in terms of this professor thing like they're how how are what's the difference between reaching out to professors and your teachers in in abroad as compared to reaching out to the, to them in india like during your school school time or during when you are preparing for your application journey what's the difference in that
1: so the difference is like because a professor is not like your like, like your teacher in india like teachers and professors in india they're easy to reach out and like your classes are like they're teaching your class specifically but um in the u.s the professor is not teaching just your course he's teaching multiple courses at the same time and he has a lot of students to take care of but the thing is that if you don't uh like reaching out to prof- you cannot personally reach out to a professor you don't have their number or anything you just have their emails and you can only ask academic questions to them. And to actually talk to them, you will have to go to their office hours. They have specific office hours in the week and you can only go during, during those times. You cannot talk to them otherwise. So I think that is different from the Indian system and it has a lot of impact because when the, if the professor knows you well, then when he's grading something or when he's uh, teaching some topics, He has more like you're in his vision. He can see you. He knows who you are. So it's better that way because it helps you with the grading and everything.
0: Yeah. So like basically the professors in the US are are a lot more formal and organized. Like in India, it's like quite informal. So continuing on the US India theme. How does studying in the US differ from studying in other countries and what unique opportunities and challenges does it offer? Considering you have studied in India and as well as in U S you can elaborate on your stud on your experiences in India, in your schooling experience in India, as compared to your experience in the U S so far.
1: Okay. So, um, my experience in India was not that bad. It was, it was really good, but I'd say that the experience in the U S is very different and better than what what it was in india because so the indian education system focuses more on remembering stuff you have to remember a lot of things you don't get that much practical knowledge and practice on the things that you're learning you just have to remember them but in the u.s system you have to you don't have to learn a lot but you have to do a lot of work so you might not have a lot of lectures and you might not need a lot of lecture notes, but you will have to do a lot of assignments in the U S system because they want you to practice a lot, what you're learning. Like because the Indian system first makes you learn things, remember things, and then makes you practice. But the American system, it makes you first practice things so that you automatically learn them. And I think that is a way better way, way better than remembering things first. Cause that way, those things that persist in your brain, like if I would still remember things I did in my first semester, if I was in my fifth semester, because I studied a lot on them, I've, I've done a lot of homework for them. So I think they will persist in my brain. But I won't remember anything from my 11th standard, even in my 12th standard. So that's the difference between the Indian education system and the American education system.
0: So considering the yin and yang difference that you have just elaborated, that you have just elucidated, so like th- there's a huge contrast between India and US. So what are some of the challenges that you have faced as an international student in US and how have you overcome them? What advice would you give to students who may be struggling academically or personally while studying abroad?
1: Okay, so I would give them... Okay, so first, the challenges that I face as an international student would be like mainly the food and the. Co- so, a lot of students also think that, that communication might be a problem, right? But I would suggest that at all in the US, because people are very supportive there. So, even if you make mistakes while communicating, they don't judge you on that. They just help you out with that. And if if you're already like watching movies and like TV shows that are in English, you're fine. You're completely fine. Because like the change in language does not affect your growth at all. Other than that, I'd say that anyone who's struggling academically, academically I'd suggest that take some time off from your social and fun life and just focus on the deadlines that you have because it's not that hard because the homework like you just need to do at least like one or two homeworks every single day and you'll be fine you can have a social life and a good academic life a good gpa if you do that
0: so and as
1: for personally yeah
0: Uh, so would you say prioritizing is the key like having a priority set is the key
1: yes exactly
0: and maintaining Yes, because
1: if you have your priorities straight, like if, if you're focused on your deadlines and you know which homework to do when you're not wasting time, then you can easily have a social life there because Friday, Saturday, Sundays are completely free. You can do anything you want if you have done your work before that. And the social life there is really good.
0: So what would you suggest that in order to set your priorities, right? any tips or tricks? Anything that works for you, which makes you like focus, maintain your laser
1: focus on academics. I'd say go more to the libraries that are in the university because the libraries are a good environment for studying because everyone there is focused on studying, and that makes your you yourself feel like you should study as well. Because when you're in your dorm or in a common study area, I feel like. you are not you have to pressurize yourself to study like there's no one telling you to study in college you have to tell yourself that that I have to study so I think the best place to tell yourself to study would be a library because everyone else there is doing the same thing as you and that gives you some mental support
0: So considering that you have been through a lot of internships, what advice would you give to students on how can students make the most of the university experience both academically and socially and what are some of the tips for building a strong support network and making meaningful connections with peers and faculty members while studying abroad?
1: Okay, so um, I'd suggest that for um, to be well in academics, you should go, you should study in the libraries. They are a really, really good place to study. And for help, there are a lot of resources available by the universities. Visit visit your professors and TAs and office hours, and go to the, there's also uh, tuition available in uh, the university. There's tuitions for every specific subject. So you can go to them as well if you have problems. Other than that, I'd say that to have a good net social network, you should attend the uh, events organized by different organizations at your university because those events they are a very good place to make a new network they have students from every single semester every single degree and they all just get together there to have some fun have have a good social life so you can just go there and talk to new people get socialized with them and make a better network because the university organizes a lot of events like every other day you have a, you have an event somewhere the university.
0: Yeah, sounds completely legit. Sounds right. Like you have to network. You have to go get get into the thick of things. Otherwise, like you can't. Like actually, you have to actually experience it. So um, the next question that I'm going to ask you might make me sound like an HR interview, but uh, <laughs> let's just put it straight. How do you see yourself in five years? Like, what are your future career aspirations, and how do you plan to leverage your education and experiences? While studying in the US to achieve your goals.
1: Okay, so my future plans are currently to be a software engineer and at one of the big tech companies like the Big Five, maybe, like, and to uh, yeah,
0: the Fang and Mang companies basically.
1: Yeah, basically those to like get into them first because my my like my future goals include like getting getting into like the executive positions in those companies so to get to them i need to first get into them like even as a software engineer so to do that i first of all i need to be aware of my gpa i need a good gpa to get there in my degree other than that i can add skills as well to to add those skills i'll have to do internships summer internships that are really important and other than that i'd say i think that's pretty much all because a good gpa and good internships are what gets you to a good uh like a good company interview to prepare for the interview there's a lot of resources at the, at the university as well i'm also a part of the engineering career services available at my university help out with your resume and how to build up your resume and like how to prepare yourself for interviews
0: yeah so it seems like you're making the most of your opportunities and what you have got. so before signing off i just wanted to ask in your opinion what's the best ideal daily schedule that one should follow to get the maximum out of their day for the us student for an indian student studying in us
1: okay i'd say just Start your day, because you you most probably will have a class at 9 or 10. So I'd say start your day at 8 or 7.30 at max. And just get yourself ready. Get a good breakfast and go to your classes. Your classes probably will last to like 3 or 4. And after you come back from, from your classes, just look up what homework you have to do for today. And then give yourself some time to for physical activities like any sport or or any gym you you want to go to. And coming back from a physical activity, start doing your homework. I'm ta- and I'm talking about weekdays right now, because on weekends you have a lot of free time. So you can either like get yourself some groceries or get some some buy some things that you want to buy or go to a social event, something like that. So after you come back from any physical activity, because physical activities are really important in college, and there's a lot of them. You can There's a million physical activities available at college. There's a club for every single game out there. So after that, you can do the homework that you have to, because you pretty much have homework every single day. So do your homework. See if you have some time left. Then you can attend an event like around 7 p.m., 7 to 8 p.m. You can attend an event because that's when most of the events are. And there's an event almost every single day. So go to the event, socialize with people, get to know more people. And later on, just have a good dinner at one of the dining areas. And the night is yours. Then you can decide if you want to sleep early or you want to do some more work or you want to watch a movie or watch, watch a TV show. It's all up to you. Then that's your free time.
0: That was a pretty tight, a pretty rigid schedule. But considering that you have achieved so much so far, it makes sense. Uh, thanks a lot for coming here, and Thank you. Thank you. Phew. That was a lot to unpack. Thanks a lot for tuning in. I hope it helped you take a one small step towards greatness. This amazing treasure of knowledge and wisdom was brought to you all courtesy of career with. CareerWheel is an overseas education consultancy which strives to unlock the gateway to your global education dreams. See you soon!